my name is Garner, and as always, I'm joined by Krishna. We've got a very exciting episode today for you guys. We've got the NFL Week One preview. Um, exciting stuff. We got the first game today: Cowboys versus Bucks. Um, I'm personally coming off a good week of betting college football, and I'm excited to get into this the NFL season. Um, and I'm coming off a good week of watching my watching my home team get destroyed yeah, by, a, well. by a terrible USDA team. Yeah, <laughs> who even was that? That beat y'all. I just saw the initials. I didn't even know. Didn't, didn't even know who the school was. Didn't even watch the game. Just saw, just tuned in and saw us getting destroyed. Yeah, y'all pulled a, a Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, yeah, and Northwestern got violated by uh, Michigan State, but luckily I was on the uh, the winning end of that with uh, Michigan State plus three and a half. So. Nice. Even when we're losing, we're winning. Even when we're losing, we're winning. Um, yes, sir. That's that's the Cookie Buster's <laughs> motto. <laughs> but uh, a lot, a lot of college football bets I like coming this week. But we're not here to talk about that. Um, that's just the that's merely the appetizer for the entree that is this NFL slate. And I think we feel we feel some type of way about these games, judging on <laughs> how many picks we got. Um, we certainly do. I think I believe twenty five picks are what we got coming for you. And two bets, two bets on tonight's game, Cowboys yeah. versus the Buccaneers. In case, in case you all want to get a head start, we got two of them for you. Yeah, and I think generally the consensus is that you don't want to jump, you don't want to jump straight in week one. You know, you don't really know what any of these teams are like. You don't really, you know, you're not really sure how the season's going to go. But we're taking kind of the opposite mentality here at the Boogie Busters because neither does Vegas, and neither do the bookies, and that's mm-hmm. where we think we can really bust them here. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know. And as you'll see, as you'll see in the upcoming bets, we we feel like we've spotted a couple yeah. of a couple the of bus, holes in the, the Vegas is coming. In the, the Vegas is lines. coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> busting is coming indeed. Uh, but um, yeah, I think once you know Vegas algorithms haven't ha- yet had a chance to calibrate for what these teams are either. I think we feel we feel some we feel some type of way about a lot of these a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so without further ado, you wanna you wanna get us into the Cowboys at Bucks happening tonight? Yeah. Thursday night football. We got the Cowboys at, uh, on the road against the Buccaneers. Uh, first bet we're going to go ahead and take is the over under. We think that the the game will hit the over at minus one ten odds. So yeah. one unit bet. The over under this game is fifty one and a half. Fifty one and a half. Yeah. What do you think about this one? Well, Bucks come Bucks come in laying eight and a half. It opened at six and a half, I believe. So the spread's been the spread's been flying up. Uh, people love the Bucks. And I think there's a good reason behind that. You know, Cowboys lost. They lost one of their star guards as well to injury. Um, Dak's going to be playing with these guys for like the first time in a year since his injury as well. And, you know, Bucks coming off a Super Bowl win. I think they can continue to roll. I'm not touching the spread. I think it's a little high. Cowboys could easily keep it within a, a one touchdown game. But I think mm-hmm. I think they're going to be both offenses are going to be uh, clicking on all cylinders. And I think we're going to see a high scoring affair here. Um, Furthermore, we've got Ronald Jones over 47 yards on the ground at minus 111 for one unit. Uh, I think he's he's the premier back in this Buccaneers offense. And the playoffs last year where Leonard Fournette was, you know, in charge, I think it's kind of clouded people's memory of that. Um, he's a talented runner. Ronald Jones he, did have – he had a slew of very solid games. I think he finished in the top 20 overall in running backs in fantasy. Yeah. He'll continue to. Yeah. I think he'll – He'll be able to produce easily if he just gets 10 to 12 carries. 47 yards should be should be light against this Cowboys. Light work. This Cowboys light. defense. Terrible run defense. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's about all for the Thursday game. You want to take us to the next game? Yeah, so the next game we got is the Colts versus the Seahawks. Uh, looks like the over-under for this game is 48 and a half, and the uh, Seahawks are favored at minus two and a half. Um, we're big. We're big on the Colts. Honestly, we have the uh, we have the Colts money line versus the Seahawks at plus one twenty-five. We like that because of the plus money. Uh, we also have the Colts versus the Seahawks hitting the under at uh, under fifty. Um, I like the Colts defense to kind of stifle that Seahawks offense, and that's why I'm pers- that's why I believe in the Colts money line to hit. Um, you got any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean. Kind of, you touched on it. The defense is gonna is gonna be the the deciding factor here. Now, I don't see the Seahawks putting up more than 21, 23 points. So the question is gonna be, do the Colts come through an offense with Carson Wentz? Um, he's healthy. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's gonna be ready to start. And I think he's a solid quarterback. Seahawks defense isn't anything special. And I think it's I view this as like a true 50-50 a pick 'em. And with the Colts at home, I'm gonna give them the edge. And when you get the plus money, I'll take that all day. Um, exactly. but at two and a half, I don't really need to touch the spread. I'd rather just take the money line and, you know, the under the, the under, I think that it's just going to be a low scoring affair. I wish we got that 51 number, the key number, but I don't see either team hitting the thirties and I see it being a close one. So I think 23, 20 or 23, 21, something in those, among those realms where you see the final score here. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that 50 over under. All right, moving on, we've got the Jaguars at the Texans in what could be one of the ugliest games of the week. But, you know, it's a good it's a good spot for Trevor Lawrence to make his debut. He's definitely played college teams that are better than this. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jaguars are laying two and a half uh, with over under 44 and a half. Um, and at the two and a half number, we like the Jags to cover, even though they're on the road, even though it's a rookie making his NFL debut. It's just you can't. You can't not. Lawrence could not ask for a better matchup. You know, this is. I think he's going to come out swinging. This is going to be the shortest line the Texans faced all year. Like, there's not. They're not going to be favorites in a single game this year. I don't think. Um, so I think that the the line hasn't fully calibrated for that, and there's just no way that the Jags win or not win by a field goal. I mean, unless Lawrence comes out and is just not the player that he was in college. I mean, or the Jags defense is just like, you know. Just letting Tyrod Taylor work his magic and like David Johnson run all over them. Like it's just not happening. So minus 115 for a unit. And then we also like the under because um, another thing you could touch here is the Texans team total under, I think is also fine. But we don't we don't really necessarily think that the Jaguars are gonna, you know, go off by any means. Right. Oh yeah. No, we're not we're not expecting it to be like a 37 to 3 victory or anything like that. But yeah, what what would you I don't think the, the Texans score? will score. I, my prediction officially was 28 to three. I don't think the Texans are capable of scoring a touchdown in their first game. And I think, I think the, um, the Jaguars dominate. I'm a little more conservative. I'd say it's probably going to end up in the realm of 20 to 14 or something around, around there, 20 to 10, maybe. But um, mm-hmm. regardless, it's going to be really hard for them to hit this um, over under 44 uh, or 45. Sorry. So I'm all over that. Uh, but that's enough. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that very... game ever again. Yeah, let's get right in. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hop in the next one? Yeah, Eagles and Falcons. Um, when I first looked at this game, I was a little bit, I was a little bit more uh, 
high in the Eagles when I saw that minus three spread and then the over under 48. I thought the Eagles could cover, but you know, as I think about it, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Falcons and that's, that's reflected in our bets. We think the Falcons will cover at minus three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just love getting that minus three number. It's always hard going on the road. Um, but I think that the Falcons actually have the Eagles at every single position here. You know, defense, maybe defensive line gets a little iffy, but on offense, at least they got the better quarterback, better receivers, um, running back, you know, it's not pretty for the Falcons, but I just think their offense is going to be able to produce easily against this Eagles defense. Um, and I just don't see them. I just don't see them really stopping them. I've got, I've got them winning by honestly more than 10 points in this one. And we're not really touching the over under just because it could become a shootout, but it could also just become a nasty a very, display of football. Very, very horrible game to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Falcons minus three, but, I'm, I'm feeling very passionate. The Falcons about that should one. win this game by the touchdown. Yeah. So I fought for that one a lot. I think I, I like that one. Um, moving on, we've got chargers at the Washington football team. Uh, basically a pick um washington football team is one point underdogs and over under is 44 and a half so they're predicting a very low scoring game um that's got to be attributed to the washington's uh defense as well as the chargers newly revamped defense as well um and honestly we just decided to pretty much lay off this one we got one bet on this one but it's just a receiving prop for antonio gibson over 14 and a half receiving yards um he's not their third down back but he was consistently catching passes. Now the question is going to be, is that going to be the case with Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um, you know, he's not a, he doesn't really throw to the running backs much, but with Gibson's talent. He is the, he is the best quarterback that the, yeah. that the uh, football team has had quite a bit. And with Gibson's talent and his ability to break a run, he really only needs two receptions to hit this. I think that's a lot. Mm-hmm. He was Maybe averaging, he was averaging well over three last year. And I think Fitzpatrick's going to have this offense moving. Um, with the Chargers rushing attack with Bosa, I mean, Fitzpatrick's going to have to make a few dump offs. So we like that one. Uh, Chargers get off to a lead early and he's going to yeah. be throwing the ball. I think Gibson will be the recipient. Now, I know, I know we're not starts. touching, I know we're not touching the spread here, but, or the game money line at all, but where do you lean? Chargers or football team here? I'm leaning towards the Chargers winning, but. You know, the reason we stayed away from it is that football team defense is so good and they could end up uh, in that Chargers offense or being a problem for Justin Herbert in that Chargers offense. Yeah, I mean, I've got the football team winning, but it's it's going to be it's going to be a good game to watch. It's going to be a good game to watch, I think. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Herbert Absolutely. how Herbert deals with this defense, as well as how Fitzpatrick looks on the football team. I think there's definitely more uncertainties with the football team, but. But if they, um, I think the if the football team, the result of this game is going to set the tone for the football team. Yeah, if if, if Fitzpatrick comes out and looks like like the real deal, they're going to be a scary team down the road. Yep. All right, on to the next game. Another game that we didn't we didn't really touch at all. Um, Steelers at Bills should be one of the better games of the week. Um, Bills laying six and a half at home, uh, over under forty eight and a half. And what do you think about this? This, this game. It, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. Personally, I have the Bills winning the game, but um, our bet on this game is the Steelers' money line, and the reason for that is just simply because it's juiced. Plus 250, it's very hard to 
especially when I think this game is a true 50-50 in terms of who's going to win it, I think you can't, you really can't pass up those odds. Yeah. So do you want to talk to me a bit about why, why you're not, why we're not touching the spread then? Because if you, if you think it's 50-50, um, you know, what's, what's not, what do you not like about the six and a half? Do you think? The Steelers to cover? Yeah. I think because I'm still, I, the Bills are still my favorite out of the AFC. Um, I think obviously we're taking the money line. So obviously I think the Steelers have a good chance to cover, but I think the odds, I think the odds aren't good enough yeah. on the uh, point spread in order yeah, to I justify agree. taking that. I just think if the Steelers cover, it's going to, they're going to win. That's my, that's my logic. I don't think, I don't really see it coming down yeah, to a field goal fair. or anything like that. I think either the defense holds them, holds the Bills the whole game or the Bills are just, you know, the same team they were last year and over able to overpower them. So, and that, yeah. when you get the plus 250, I mean, that's a half unit bet for us, so we're not throwing a full unit on it, but loving those odds there. Um, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the Steelers to win. Um, moving on, we got the 49ers lines. Lions, seven and a half point dogs. Um, 45 and a half over under. I mean, man, this is I, – I feel like – We had one bet on know, this, right? Uh, I believe we had two. Yeah, we have um, – so first and foremost, ah, yes, not, your guaranteed yeah. bag. Yep. This is where this is my guaranteed bag of the week. Um, and it's the 49ers team total over 26 and a half. Now, um, am I a bit of a, a biased fan? Yes. But do I think that this is going to be a 20 plus point blowout? Also, yes. Um, I'm not touching the spread just because uh, I feel a little more confident in the 49ers ability to just put up points than the 49ers defense to hold the Lions, but either way, I think you can't go wrong. I take the spread, like I take the spread as well, but I just chose to go with the team total over at 26 and a half. Um, so that's my two unit bet there. And then you want to take us to the other bet we have in this game? Yeah, I think that bet is a lock. Um, and the second bet we have is just uh, Raheem Mostert to go over 70 and a half yards. Uh, 70 and a half, it sounds like kind of a high number, but Raheem Mostert routinely, when he plays, he routinely destroys teams on the ground. Yeah, and the Lions defense is a very vulnerable team. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a team where the 49ers can exploit their yeah. uh, their run game. And and the beauty about uh, Mostert and betting his overs is that he can do that in one play. Um, he could do it first snap, first snap of the game, you could have that cash in your pocket. So He's one of the few running backs that is just – capable of exploding for 80 yards on any given run. Not that speed. He's good. All right. You want to take us to the next one? Yeah, into it. Vikings at Bengals. Over under 48. Bengals are three-point underdogs. Um, yeah, we're not we're not really gonna depart too far from what most people are thinking here. We think we got the Vikings to cover minus three. I think that this is one of the examples of those Vegas lines just being set very improperly. Um in my opinion, I think the Vikings win by more than 10. Years. Yeah, we're doubling down with that by taking Minnesota's team total over 25 and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Another unit bet, uh, minus 110. And we're also taking Adam Thielen to score a touchdown at plus 125. Um, I think all the hype's on Justin Jefferson this offseason. And people are forgetting that Thielen is still one of the premier receivers in the league and one of the premier touchdown scorers. And against this Bengals mm-hmm. secondary, it should be, should be second nature to him. He'll continue to see tons of red zone opportunity throughout the entire season. Yeah, so clearly we love the Vikings. And I'm just going to ask you, how could this go wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how 
how could how could the Bengals win if this it game? Were, if it were to go wrong, I think uh, it's hard. It's it's hard to it's hard to come up with uh, <laughs> with the line of rational thought. But yeah, but I think maybe maybe Joe maybe Joe Burrow comes out and he he just slings the football and he he it, it ends up in a shootout of sorts and the Vikings win by like a field goal. And then the bed ends up pushing. I really don't know. Uh, what do you? <laughs> so think? you don't see. So you're not even. I don't really see a Bengals victory. I can't. I really can't. I really can't. Can you? You know, they've got talent. They've got offensive talent, but the Vikings' pass rush is going to be all over Burrow. Barring an injury, they didn't no. make any upgrades to that offensive line. Barring an injury, barring an injury to like Dalvin Cook or something, I don't. I don't see yeah. it. And we don't. We don't bet based on injuries. You know, you can't do that. No, no, so. you can't. So love this one. Not a guaranteed bag, but damn near. Damn near. Very All right. Close. Just at Panthers, we've got the Panthers laying five at home over under 45. Um, I mean, this is going to be an interesting game for sure. Um, you know, we've got Sam Darnold, little revenge, revenge narrative here. Uh, Robbie Anderson, revenge narrative. And the Jets with Jack, Zach Wilson um, on the road his first game and we're i mean we're all over I'm, panthers minus five you want to take us through that yeah i I'm, I'm projecting kind of a a rude awakening for zach wilson in his first nfl game i think i'm not super high on zach wilson overall i think that he's about as talented as sam donald honestly um i think the panthers win this game quite handily and they um they easily cover that spread that we have yeah i mean this just feels like a, a 10 point win to me. I mean, it has yeah, 10 point win written all over it. it. Yeah. And I'm not expecting a blowout by any means, but I'm definitely not, yeah, the Panthers, not expecting to see a close game. I don't think the Panthers necessarily have blowout potential. Um, you know, they're, they're they can produce turnovers. I could see I could see um Wilson throwing for three picks, two picks and a fumble, something along those lines. Maybe a pick six mm-hmm. could really sway the game. And the Jets like mentioned the other day, the Panthers the Panthers don't have the ability to put up you know, 34, yeah. 37 points. You know, it's going to be yeah. 27 to 24, but that defense is going to hold the Jets. Yeah, and poor, I mean, poor Zach Wilson, because he really has no help on this offense besides maybe Corey Davis, and that's like the bare minimum that you can give it a quarterback. Um, right. His running backs are no names, just pure pure waiver wire. <laughs> pure and what is their tight end situation? Is that – Relevant. I'm not even very clear on it. Yeah. yeah. There's no one even. We're not going to know the names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got Elijah Moore, um, rookie, rookie wide out, promising. But I mean, you know, I think the Jets have potential. Much to work with. Yeah. I think the Jets have potential, but it's not going to be realized in this first game. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to take a few games for me to come into, uh, into form. All right. Moving on. Uh, let's get to the next game. We got the. Very exciting matchup of the Cardinals on the road against the Titans. Big over under at 52. Um, Cardinals are currently three point favorites in this game. Uh, what do you, can you want to take us through the bets? Uh, you say Cardinals were three point favorites? Yeah, was that wrong? Uh, the Titans, Titans are three point yeah, favorites. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, Titans are three point favorites. Um, yeah, let's get into it. I mean, I think this has shootout all over it. Um, two terrible defenses with terrible secondaries with great offenses. I mean, I don't think you can put it over under this high enough. I think 
if you want to look into all yeah, great, great quarterbacks with great receivers. DeAndre Hopkins is going to get his. AJ Brown and Julio Jones should get theirs. Yeah, so we're all over this over under of 51 and a half. Yeah, at minus absolutely. 110. Um, I think you could look into alternate overs too if you want to look at like over 59 and a half. You could probably get that around plus 200. Um, that's by all means. Uh, we didn't we didn't touch that, but I mean Tannehill last year was also an over. You want to throw a half a unit on that? I'm all over that. Yeah. Uh, we just got so many bets, and we already got we got and we got Edmonds bets lined up. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was mostly for the listeners, the listeners at home. Yeah, but you know if that hits, we'll met, we'll mention the next podcast. Yeah, <laughs> if it wins, if it wins, it counts. If it don't, <laughs> if it don't, we'll know. We'll forget about it. Forget about it. Um, but yeah. Anyway, fifty fifty one and a half. We love that. Um, I believe I can't remember the exact number, but I think Tannehill hit the over in his games at like 75% clip last year. He's just wow. over machine. It's just a combination of a high-powered offense with the just ass defense. Um, yeah, and that's that plays into the over. I mean, the Cardinals should have no trouble putting up over 30 points. Yeah, and neither should the Titans. Before we get into these Edmonds bets, who do you like to win this game? I've got the Titans. I've got the Titans. Okay. It's going to be... It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a shootout, but I think the Titans win by three. And, two by three. And I've got the Cardinals actually. I think that they can start the start the year off with a dub here. But it's going to be mm. it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one for sure. Um, this is the game I'm most excited for, probably. I I would have to disagree. I think the Browns and Chiefs are going to be. Going to well, be that's a good one too. But, that's but a good one too. before we get into that game, let's talk about our Edmonds um, receiving props. Chase Edmonds uh, running back for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. We've got him going over mm-hmm. 20 and a half yards at minus 115. That's receiving yards. And over three and a half receptions at plus 140. And you can probably these together for about plus 200, I believe. Um, we're not personally parlaying them just because, you know, we're I'm not a I'm not a person not a big fan of parlays. But um, yeah, I think the, the receiving yards, I think it's going to be in the shootout. He's going to be playing probably 60% of snaps and um, they're going to, they're going to get he'll off. Be, yeah. I think he'll function as mainly a receiver out of that backfield. I think when they, uh, when they realize that Derek Henry's the running back on the other side, they're going to realize that they don't want to go blow for blow in the running game with the Titans. Um, so it's going to quickly become a Kyler at the Kyler Murray show. And when mm-hmm. that's the case, you don't want James Conner in the backfield. And Edmonds, yeah, Edmonds should eclipse this easily. The four receptions is a little tough, um, just because that's a lot of receptions for a running back. But at plus one forty, I mean, come on. I can see Edmonds coming out of the game with more receiving yards than James Conner has rushing yards. You know, so I, yeah. I like this. All right, next up we got Browns at Chiefs. Chiefs six point favorites with the highest over under the week at fifty three. Um, tell me what you like about this one. Um, really, the bet that stood out to me uh, was the hunt for over 16 and a half receiving yards in this game at minus 110. That number just seemed really low, especially in a game where the Chiefs probably get off to a good start and Baker Mayfield's going to have to start throwing the ball. Um, I just, I just think 16 and a half is too low to not pass up, especially when he's functioning as their, uh, their third down back. Yeah, he's a talented guy for sure. All right, next up, we got the Dolphins and the Patriots. Uh, looks like divisional rivals. It should be a good game. Uh, the old runner for this game is 43 and a half, and the Dolphins are currently – or the Patriots, sorry. The Patriots are favored at minus three. Yep. And you want to take us through this Patriots bet we've got here? 
Yeah, we're all over Patriots uh, minus three. Um, this should be an easy. This should be a relatively comfortable win for them. I believe their defense is going to be able to shut down Tua um, with ease. I mean, I know I'm not a Tua believer. I don't know if you are, but no, not at all. Whether or not Mac Jones is able to produce, I think just is. I am a believer be in, Mac, in Mac Jones yeah. in this Belichick offense. But I think that's just gonna his even if he has the, even if he doesn't produce, I think they're just gonna keep it close. Um, and if he is able, then it's gonna be it's gonna get ugly. So, yeah, we've got mm-hmm. we got minus three and plus one hundred. It's very solid. Um, I believe that's our only bet for that game, right? Yeah, that's all we got. All right, want to take us into the Broncos Giants? Yeah, Broncos and Giants. We are all over the Broncos here. Uh, looks like we've got a. The Giants are two and a half underdogs, and the over/under is forty-two and a half. And uh, the first bet we've got here is the Broncos to cover that minus two and a half spread. Should be very, very easy for them, considering yeah. how terrible the Giants' offense is going to be, and the fact that the Broncos' defense is actually going to be very respectable this year. And kind of coupled with that, we've got the Giants versus Broncos under forty-two and a half. Um, yeah. We just similarly how we're low on the Giants' offense, we're just as low, I'd say, on the Broncos' offense. And mm-hmm. I think the Broncos defense is going to be the key to this game. It's going to be the difference maker. It's going to be a very ugly game to watch. I think but only one team gets into the 20s. And if they do, it's going to be low 20s. I think you're looking at a total like 20 to 14 or something along those lines. Uh, maybe even like a 20 to 20 to 10, something like that. And I think this yeah. other and the Giants get held. The Giants get held to one or two scores max. Yeah. Um, so I'm loving that. I think I think we could be sleeping on the Giants the Giants offense a little bit um, if Barkley's fully and Golly are at their full potential, but they're both coming off injuries. I don't, I just don't see them clicking on uh, week one, maybe mm-hmm. come week five, mm-hmm. week six, they could be a team to a team to target, but not now. Um, so those are and I think, I think maybe, I think that's probably the reason that the, uh, that the line is set so low Broncos two and a half. Yeah, I think they should probably know, favor a little more, but you know, with Saquon on the road, coming back, like the road, said, I guess. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's another, but, another factor. Still, love the under and really like the spread. So, Packers and Saints, um, another weird spread that caught our attention. We've got um, Saints three and a half point dogs at home, but not really at home. Um, they're playing Jacksonville due to the hurricane. Um, so, can't really say the home field advantage does count. Yeah, negated and over under 50. So, pretty high scoring game predicted. And while I don't love we don't really lean any way on the over/under. I mean, we're all over Packers to cover three and a half. Um, I think this should be more closer to six and a half. And I mean, this is not the Saints team that it was last year. Right. I'm I'm projecting the Packers have an amazing year this year, just like they did last year. Uh, I think the Saints they come out and it's and their their offense is going to be entirely reshaped this year with a new quarterback. Um, yeah. It's going to be very difficult for them to outscore the Packers in this game. Now, while I definitely think the Packers are due for a little regression, I'm not as high on them as you are. Uh, this should be this should be light work for Aaron Rodgers and company. I mean, the Saints yeah. defense is strong, but at a certain point, when you got Jameis, you know, maybe throws two picks, gives him a couple of short fields, and it's, Pack, it's yeah, over. the Packers it's are going to exploit those turnovers. They're yeah. going to do everything they can to punish the Saints yeah. for their mistakes. I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have bad games. Um, worst case, yeah. I see it being a field Never. goal. That'd be a little unfortunate, but. I'm all over this one. Uh, moving on, we got Bears at Rams, Sunday night football. Um, 
Rams seven and a half point favorites with an over under 44 and a half. So the Bears implied total is looking very low. And I think for good reason. I think this is a, a trap, like a just to get Andy Dalton, you know, throw him out there. Don't let Justin Fields <laughs> face Aaron Donald in his first NFL start. And I think you'll see a different quarterback week too. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. And the Rams against Andy Dalton should have no problem winning this. Yeah. Andy Dalton's gonna <laughs> gonna be violated probably. Um, we might we might even see we might we might see Justin Fields in the second half of the game. <laughs> yeah, we might see <laughs> things roll out if if Dalton's unable to move by the yeah. by the second half <laughs> after taking his tenth sack. But um, I know we're talking about the Rams a lot, but we're actually not we're not betting this game at all. Um, no, we're staying was, away. If it, was, if it was minus seven, I'd consider getting the Rams, but I could see it being touchdown game. Just you know, uh, Bears offense keeping it close, or Bears defense keeping it close. Sorry, um, with the Rams' inability to run the ball, possibly coming into play. Um, but we're not touching this game at all. Not a single bet. Um, maybe something for fun since it's you know Sunday night, but nothing, nothing official. Um, can't say the same about the Monday night game though. Cannot say the same about the Monday night game. Um, where we've got the Ravens and Raiders. Uh, Raiders four and a half dogs at home with a 50 or four, uh, four point dog, sorry, um, with a 51 and a half over under. Um, I mean, this you is kind of doubled up here on the spread. This is what I'm just lost on personally, and I, I think you yeah. are too. Um, we spent a lot of time trying to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, how, the, how the spread is minus four. When the, when the Ravens are playing one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, um, it's just, it's mind-boggling. And, and it's reflected my guaranteed bag of the week. I think not only do we have the Ravens to cover that minus four, but I personally think that minus, the Ravens to be up by over two and a half at the half is just absolutely insane. I think that yeah. there's no way the Ravens don't come out and immediately start giving, giving the Raiders the work. Yeah, um, and we've seen it before. The Ravens are a... They're a, like a team that gets going nice and early, both in games and um, and in seasons. Um, two years ago, they came out, beat the Dolphins 59 to 10, um, just an absolute violation. And then last year, they beat mm-hmm. the Browns. And this is not this is a good Browns team, 38 to six in the opening day. Um, they haven't lost a preseason game in like 20 some games, and they always have a couple a couple drives scripted out. Um, and against this Raiders team, I mean, come on. You don't have to be a, a rocket scientist to script some touchdowns. You're out that day. Derek Carr and his lack of weapons are going to be able to do anything against the Ravens defense. Crazy defense. Crazy defense, too. I think best case mm-hmm. scenario for the Raiders is 20 points, and the Ravens are going to get past that easily. Um, so love that first half bet. We also got Ravens minus four full game versus Raiders, minus 110. Um, this is not a guaranteed bag, but it's about as close as it can be. I mean, it was either that or the half, and – um, and this it was my original guaranteed yeah. bag before. So same logic there. This half same logic there. We're all in on the Ravens. Um, hopefully we're not missing something big. But and then you got Josh Jacobs questionable. I mean, it could. I don't know. And then our final bet is Lamar anytime touchdown scorer. Um, this is rushing touchdown uh, for plus one twenty. I just think that um, with Dobbins out, you know, he's going to have to do some rushing. I think he eclipses, you know, seventy five yards on the ground. And he just finds a way into the end zone. Um, it could be from 20 yards out. It could be from 50 yards out. It could be from the one-yard line. Um, at plus money, I'm taking that all day. Yep. Um, That's pretty straightforward. 
and I think that just about wraps it up um, for all our bets. I don't know if we should even go and recap them because <laughs> there's so many. Um, yeah. But we'll just, I, I'll just, we'll just say the guaranteed bags of a week just because if you're going to take anything home, it should be that. And yours is Ravens, one half minus two and a half um, versus the Raiders, minus 135. So that's a little, that's a little juice, but, and that's a two unit bet. And then I've got 49ers team total over 26 and a half minus 115, two units. Um, anything else, anything else we should mention before we, before we close out? Um, we got, we got little, there's we got not little, much to say. We got a little Boogie Busters tournament going. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we're offering 15. a cash prize in the Boogie Busters tournament. <laughs> we're like 15 deep right now, I believe. Um, not sure exactly <laughs> what the cash prize is going to be. So we'll say at least most likely money for first, second, and third place. Oh, yeah, no shit is money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else are you gonna get? No, I know. <laughs> like a Boogie Busters like <laughs> coupon. You, 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 you... <laughs> Three, three bets, three bets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I mean, we'll say we'll say this. We'll say it's at least at least fifty bucks, um, whether or not we distribute that among the winner or top three, something like that. Um, if we're if we're hitting our bets like crazy, you know, taking in some profit of our own, we'll get back. We'll get back to the community. So maybe we up it to like a hundred. But um, right. as of right now, we'll say at least you know it's free to enter. Um, so yeah, that should be that should be fun. It's against the spread. You gotta pick. Um, Every game against the spread, I believe. You do pick Thursday games, and those lock like those lock at Thursday. But then you can pick the rest of the game. So if you miss out on the Thursday game, it's not the end of the world. You can still pick all the Sunday games. And, and we'll um, post the link to join on our Twitter account. Oh yeah, we did. We did whip up a Twitter we did, account. We did um, want to promo the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a Twitter, please throw us a follow. I think we're sitting at one follower, two followers right now. <laughs> I mean, getting we, Twitter. We're getting at followers uh, on Twitter the is at probably... is Bookie Buster Pod. Bookie Buster Pod. I think Bookie Buster's pod was too long, right? <laughs> yeah, Bookie Buster's so, pod was too so long. So we're singular. Bookie Buster pod, no, no, non-plural. And we're gonna be, we'll be tweeting commentary on various events. Also throwing out NFL, all our picks. Games. Throwing out all our picks. Also too, throwing out our picks. Only in one place. Um, but yeah, again, again, followers on Twitter is probably the hardest thing to do in the entire world. So <laughs> we very, we very much appreciate a follow. And I think, we'll maybe, what do you think about some like? I was suggesting some type of giveaway. I know I've got a huge bet on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl where I cash out like almost a rack if they win. So I was saying like, you know, if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, we'll throw a random follower like a hundred bucks or something. I mean, that sounds it's kind of fun. There you go. If you're listening, get that, pull out your phone and get on the Twitter. There's <laughs> yeah, no, could, no reason not to. <laughs> it could change your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's about all um, for today. We'll have these podcasts coming every week. I think we're probably not going to have them up Thursday, probably more like Friday or Saturday, um, just because we're probably not going to usually cover Thursday games. Um, just because I'm going to be in school too, and it's going to be a little harder to find time. But, you know, we'll have the weekly content for you, um, barring the Thursday game maybe. But, yep, we're going We're going all in. We're not taking a light on week one. And um, I hope you all enjoyed. Anything else to add? No, that's it. I just want to remind everyone, uh, if there, if nothing else, the guaranteed bags guaranteed are what bags. we think will hit with 100% rate of success. Call 100% rate of success. Yep. But yeah, that, that, that wraps it up. Yeah. Yep. Take it easy, everyone.